Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, uh, wherever and whenever you are listening to this. So welcome, welcome, welcome. My name's Rick Beta, coming live from the No Mongo Studios, San Jose, California. And I'll, all I have to say is I strongly advise you from pushing Mongo, just do the right thing, push wisely. I know you can do it. That's why I'm asking. I've got you. I've got you. Follow along social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Twitter or Instagram. And you can always email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. Let's get it. Got to admit, though, starting this one off, kind of felt like a kid in a candy store or a toy store or just, you know, any store that kids get excited. My kids get excited at Target. So, you know, take the analogy as you can. But I finally got the latest issue of Thrasher. And, you know, over the years, well, actually even, I think about decades, I've kind of switched back and forth between Transworld and Thrasher. But up until recently, you know, uh, you know, Transworld, they decided to, you know, throw in the towel. They, uh, they gave it up. So I got the men's, was it Men's Journal? Men's Health? I can't remember what they replaced it with. I only got one so far. I don't even know if the subscription's done. But I was like one of their biggest fans. Even at one time, I was I subscribed to their snowboarding mag, and I think even one year, I don't even surf, and I subscribed to their surfing mag. I just got caught up in like, yeah, subscribe, subscribe. Yeah, it's real easy. You fill out the little you know form, mail it, boom. But anyways, like I said, when the Transworld decided to jump ship, I was like, you know what? I'm not happy with this men's journal. I don't want to. Yeah, okay, maybe I'll find some stuff I, I could benefit from, but no. But I decided to go back to Thrasher. You know, pat on my chest. This is, you know, I feel back at home with these guys. So I highly recommend you do too. And the cool thing is you get, you always get stuff for adding a new subscription. So I got a t-shirt. It's always nice, you guys. Sign up if you aren't yet. If you were on Transworld as well, make the switch. But, you know, I'm sure you're probably thinking like, yeah, Rick, I've been a Thrasher Mag subscriber for years. Where have you been? So I can only handle so many magazines in the mail. We get, my wife gets a bunch and then I get some. We still subscribe to the newspaper. Yeah, the old school one. Yeah, call me old school. I get the newspaper. Yes, I like to touch and feel my media. I'm old school like that. So that's why, you know, I think at one time maybe I had both magazines. But yeah, I'm starting this this episode off with talking about magazines, okay? I just, I've, I like I said, I felt like a kid in a toy store. It was, it's, I felt, I, I forgot, I should say, what it felt to actually get magazines in the mail. And I was excited. I was very excited, you know. And it seemed like forever to get the first issue. I mean, they do say it takes six to eight weeks to receive your first issue. I got the shirt, like, within a week. Waiting, waiting, waiting. It was literally about... How long has Transworld been down? Yeah, it's about six to eight weeks. I figured, and maybe there's, I know there's some, maybe some people out there who've been, worked in the magazine industry. I figure in 2019, with the technology we have today, with all the setups we have, unless most of the magazines are still on kind of antiquated systems, but just kind of slide my name into the address, into the, into the queue, you know, all the magazines are printing. I'm trying to do the gesture, but it's not working on podcasts, of course. Slide me on in, and you can have a magazine out to me in a week. 
I don't know. Maybe I just don't know the process. So you get, maybe you guys can enlighten me. Say, so, yeah, Rick. Well, here's why. Because when we get it, someone manually has to put it in. And then once you put it in the database, it you know it takes forever to update. And that's why it's six to eight weeks because we get so many subscribers. But anyways, long opening. All I got to say is Thrasher Magazine, it feels good to be back. What about you? You get magazines in the mail? Do you still get the newspaper? Am I the only one? I guarantee you I'm the only one of I don't know how many listeners I have right now that gets a newspaper in the mail. Guaranteed. I'm willing to put, I would say, a dollar, but I don't even want to risk it. Or am I that confident? See? I'm pretty confident I'm the only one that gets a newspaper. Skate newspapers. Hey, that'd be an idea, right? I'm sure there are people out there who do independent skate um, newspapers as well. But anyways, I'm just, all I got to say is I was just, I'm just tired of strictly relying on the internet don't get me wrong it's great youtube i mean youtube's great instagram's great thrasher magazine apps great i'm just curious to hear your thoughts how else do you consume your uh, skateboarding is it just magazines videos etc let me know always curious to hear what you guys have and of course if you're a ma uh, a newspaper subscriber give me a shout let me know i'll give you a personal shout out on the on this podcast very few of us out there. Very, very. I'm sure when the guy delivers the paper on our street, we're probably like the only one. Actually, no, I think the neighbor across the street gets it. So I'm not the only one on our block. I don't know. Things have changed, you know, but I'm, I'm glad. The gist of this whole opening segment is I'm glad to be back on Thrasher. If you guys aren't subscribing, do it. It's a great magnet. It's thick, too. The one I got was super thick. And what was sad is, is over the years of Transworld started getting thinner and thinner and thinner. And then they changed their paper. It was like some weird funk. It almost felt like worn down grip tape. I was like, oh, boy. Even my wife brought it in the mail one day. She said, what is this? I'm like, oh, it's Transworld. And she's like, that feels odd. And they were trying to cut corners left and right. I even switched to digital because they sent me a, an email. Said, hey, switch to digital, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. That's a sign that says, hey, Rick, we are struggling to make money in print. Can you switch to digital? I'm like, fine, whatever. So I've had them. I have them on my iPad. Bunch of well, like five or six episodes before, they, or magazine. I mean, five or six issues before they went belly up. So it was, that was a little different too, because you kind of had to zoom in and out, and you know, whatever. But like I said, I'm glad to be back on Thrasher. What are you guys reading these days? Let me know. I appreciate you listening to a few minutes of me talking about magazines. So. X Games, you guys heard of that, right? They had their latest tour, latest tour stop in Minneapolis over the weekend. One, two, three. Yeah, they had about four days of jam-packed awesomeness. You know, I even know, uh, you know, Drew and Aaron of Skatosis. They showed up there. They were uh, in in attendance. They saw the 1260 and all the craziness go down. Even the motorbikes. So I'm gonna listen to their latest episode next, as soon as I'm done recording this episode. And, and Drew, how's that swell bow, dude? Drew. Domkus, yeah. He, you know, on, I think it was on his Insta or on his Facebook. There's a couple different pages. Took a bet, took a nasty fall. Yeah. And, uh, ice up, man. Drew's, I think he's 47, if I recall. He's a couple years older than me. So, ice up, Drew, or just get some bruise in you. Hopefully, all is well. I guess the good thing is it was your elbow. You can still skate. You just don't want to fall on it again and again and again and again, right? So, but anyway, so I wasn't able, and of course, shout out to the Skatosis crew, but I wasn't able to watch all of the X Games over the weekend. I was in Monterey with family for a mini vacation, which is great. Took a little trip to the aquarium, 
The kids love it. I'm all about the jellyfish. Jellyfish push Mongo, I think, but that's just my opinion. But let me tell you the action that I did see, as well as, you know, some of the final results and stuff that kind of came to mind. But the main, of what I saw, the main idea or thought that popped in my head is the passing of the batons. Yeah, that's right. And I think... I think this year is we're seeing a huge and a humongous shift in the average age of talent out there. And it's almost like I tried to look up some of the riders because I don't know all the riders, but I would say 25 is a magic number now. If you're 25 or older, you probably don't stand a chance in these contests. I mean, with the rare, a few rare exceptions, don't get me wrong. And this is, I'm, I'm just kind of an overall blanket there's other there's obviously big air there's street park but some notables tory pudwell shane o'neill lizzie armanto they're all over 25 they they put up a fight but no go and i was thinking about wow so took some notes the average now check this out too the average women's skate park age was 16.2 the youngest was 10, 10 years old, an X Games event. I mean, I don't know about you, but I wasn't even skating at 10. If you've heard early episodes, I started around 12. So I was nowhere near X Games ready, like level, nowhere near to be on national TV level. I was probably, I was playing shortstop. I was shortstop in Little League, rolling around on my huffy outside out front. So nuts. 16.2 and that reminds me of many uh, a few years ago i can't remember i was at a park or just skating ended up talking to one of the local kids you know he was he was a pretty good shredder and just chatting it up and at one point he mentioned that and i think he was 16 at the time he said oh i'm too old to turn pro i've missed my window i was like i was just shocked i'm like what is this what kids think of these days like that much pressure and then you see these numbers or hear these numbers i just mentioned it kind of makes sense Youngest was 10. Oh, my gosh. But there were so many rookies on this particular X Games. That's why it kind of stood out to me. And, and you know, it all it basically put the, pushed the vet, veterans aside. Like, move over, guys. We got this. Let the young bucks in. Next. Next man up. Next moment up. Masugu Okamoto, so stylish. 13 years old. She took gold. Wow. And then Coco became the youngest ever to hit the podium. 10. Oh my gosh. But seriously, if you didn't watch it, it's definitely a momentum changer. The kids, the young kids are straight up ripping. There's no fear. They, I mean, if you think about it, all they have to do, I mean, well, besides school, is skate. They don't have bills to pay, they don't have a car payment. Shred, shred, shred. And a lot of them are, you know, honestly, they're from Japan, Brazil. It's 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 pretty ripping out there. Other notables, of course, from the weekend, Jimmy Wilkins. I didn't really have much else to say. I just wrote Jimmy Wilkins that I had to, of course, mention it. But I love seeing that guy guy fly around a vert. So high, so effortless. Well done, Jimmy. If you guys aren't following Jimmy, follow him. I mean, I think I mean instantly. I think his alley frontside ollies. They, he makes everything just look so easy. And I think he does 
Yeah, he's the one that does those big backset always to disaster as he's landing. Like, snap. How do you do those? How do you not hang up? You're coming down so fast. You're moving so And you just, it's like a split second. And you're either hanging up or you're making it. He pulls it. So, oh, seriously. So, well done, Jimmy. And what about my boy, Uto? I've been saying his names, you know, his name a lot lately. The guy's on fire. I mean, you can't, can't argue it, right? He's definitely not afraid of Nigel. He's definitely not afraid of anyone else, actually. You know, he just, and as I mentioned, he's just so stoic. You couldn't tell. You can't, you can't tell if he, does he get pissed? Does he get upset when he doesn't make his stuff? I don't think he does. Same demeanor. Same deadpan. Just business as usual. So Shane, all I got to say is Uto is out there ripping it for April Skateboards. I don't know, man. For me, hand on chest, I mean, I that does take some of the pressure off you, even though you might not see it. I mean, just saying, he's he's getting the brand out there. He's getting the brand recognition, and he's doing it so easily. But, you know, speaking of Nigel, he was able to score gold in best trick. So, and Nigel, he's always a threat, too. I think, how old's Nigel now? I'm talking about 25-year-olds and up. I think he's, is he 24, 25? Oh, I should have looked that up. You guys can let me know. But, I mean, I, I actually, let me, er, I mentioned if you're 25 or older, you're probably going to have a tough time with these new kids, unless you're Nigel. But even then, maybe it's because he's got a lot of comps under his, his belt, but Nigel is a little off his game. Well, no, he's not. Never mind. What am I saying? Shut up, Rick. That's all I got to say. Nigel's fine. He'll be, he can be 30 and he'll still be, he'll, he'll be able to hang with the young kids. So, oh, and what about that adaptive skate park contest? And that's talking about inspiring every single person on the planet to pick up a board. Seeing them bust out tricks, I mean, it was just simply amazing. Can't even imagine how difficult it is to try and pump with only like half your legs. And maybe some, maybe even a quarter of your legs. Pump up and down those tracks. <laughs> uh, adaptive, adaptive vert would be pretty cool. I'm not putting pressure on those guys. I just think it would be so cool to see that. So amazing. So congrats to all three of those riders. And I, I wanted to uh, give them a shout out. Much respect to each one. Anyone putting in the work, you know, regardless of your limitations, of course. Gold, Vinicius Sardi. Silver, silver, Felipe Nunez, and bronze was Mike Miner. You guys get my golf clap of the day. That was well done. Well done. And if you haven't seen it, I, I like I mentioned, it's four days. It's kind of hard to follow. I mean, if you got stuff going on in your life that, but I know I'll go back. And oh, and like I mentioned earlier, must not forget about Mitchy Bresco. First ever 1260. How can you hate on that? A 1260 in skateboarding. Yes, people will say, well, Rick, it's the mega ramp. Yeah, they can do 5 million spins up there. No, but still. I mean, yes, they get more air. It's a bigger ramp. Much more dangerous, though. Can't remember the name of the, the guy. I think he his kneecap fell off. Someone took a slam. It wasn't as bad as Jake Brown back in the day where he just lands on flat. He hung up and kind of... His knee popped off, it looked like. I think it was his, the cap. But how did you do a 1260? 
I spin around in the teacups at Disneyland and I get nauseous now. Yeah, I can't handle it. How do you do a 1260 on a mega ramp? Oh, that's so gnarly. So freaking gnarly. And it, like I said, if anyone doesn't get psyched for that, you you just you don't have a pulse. You're just hating to hate. I mean, 1260 guys on a skateboard. That's amazing. Simply amazing. But yeah, like I mentioned, I didn't check it all out. And a lot of it's just a lot of contests to assume over the weekend, but and it wasn't the only contest. I think Vans had an event going on too, but I'll go back and check out some of the footage. But those are some of the notables that I wanted to mention. One, the average age is getting ridiculously lower. The talent is crazy. The adaptive skate park is awesome. And Utah, Utah and Nija. Yeah. I think I already took a gold as well. I mean, there's just, I'm going to be saying these names for quite a bit. They're going to be coming up on every, every week or every other week for a long time to come. <sighs> take a deep, you know what? Water break. Hold on. I'm going to need it for this segment. Keep in mind this segment's happening only because I feel the need to address. It's a big, huge elephant in the room. Yet again, of course. And those of you, you know, who've listened to the previous episodes, you know, I've mentioned, I've talked about Bam Margera, his struggles, what he's been going through. I think that was my second episode I talked. So it's way back in March is when he kind of, was struggling and, I, and get, don't get me wrong guys i only wish the best for him just just from one human to another i was very honest in stating that before very honest very close to unfollowing the guy his feed just got way too depressing it was literally like watching a train wreck over and over and over and over again and those of you who follow him know all what two million of you guys Witness another epic spiral again this past weekend. And it was painful to watch again. I'm like, I kept thinking to myself, Rick, just unfollow the guy. Move on with your life. But honestly, I couldn't. At least not yet. But we're getting very close. And I don't want that to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, Rick, just unfollow him. No, it's different. And it's only because I see how messed up he truly is. I mean, whether or not it's it's BPD, NPD, a chemical imbalance, whether his meds are right or wrong, doesn't have the right balance of meds, whether or not he's just plain out, flat out lost his mind. But he's back on Instagram again. Painful to watch again. And the main thing that, that's, that's really tough for me to... to to vocalize and just see is that he was he's given up on his wife and his son again. That's what that's why I'm like, no, I'm glad I'm following this. And and that's the main thing. The main reason why I'm still holding and watching, only because he's got a son now. I'm a father of two. I can't even imagine saying, you know what? You know, hands up in the air, you you deal with the wife. You're just gonna use my son as bait. You assume all parental de- you know duties. That's a deep and dark place to get. And one I, I wouldn't want any parent to be in. Those of you who are not parents, you had parents, right? Or have had parents or, you know, whatever situation. Imagine, maybe you guys did have that. Maybe you had your, your parents walk away on you and, and you're in, you can relate to Bama on a different level. 
that's how deep is serious this is. You can't just unfollow the guy. I mean, I could, but I'm telling you why it's not easy for me. He posted a, a post on his diet, right? He was, which is crazy. He still did Comic-Con. He was in Austin, Texas over the weekend. Still went, did Comic-Con. Fans were out in, in droves, just, you know, stood in line. But what stood out for me is he, he had Adderall, Abilify, and vodka ginger ales one day. And for one, we all know, I mean, he's an alcoholic. That's one of the multiple situations that he's dealing with. I mean, many alcoholics, they fall off the wagon multiple, multiple times. We've seen this over and over again. It takes years. You think they're hit rock bottom? Me personally, I would I would hope that this is a new rock bottom. This is it. This it, I don't want it to get any worse than this. But it happens over and over again. Maybe the meds he's taking are, are just make him so damn manic that he needs the booze to offset the madness. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. You know, I don't even pretend to be one on this podcast. I'm just coming straight from, you know, the heart, what I've seen, what I've experienced with family members, what I've seen in just in life. And all I'm trying to say is I truly hope he gets the help he needs. And it's not going to be a one and done type scenario either. It's going to take years, maybe even the, the, his entire lifetime to stay on track. And that's not easy. Not a single visit from Dr. Phil per his request. I guess he finally met Dr. Phil. That's awesome. Very good. I'm glad you got one of your requests. But now what? I mean, Dr. Phil claims that he isn't crazy after all per one of Bam's posts. Okay. Now what? And why Dr. Phil? I just the whole thing is sad. It's so sad and bizarre to go down. And the problem is that one thing, you know what? The I, I noticed too, I, I wanted to mention this. How many people, fans or, or, or friends, you know, click the like or the heart button on his posts? The guy was spiraling deep, dark. Don't say he was messing around. It was sad. And he got thousands of likes. Yeah, Bam's being Bam. Yeah. No. No. It was just sad to see that, you know, and I saw some familiar names on there, some pros. I mean, that's the thing. When you have when you have a friend that, you know, you're so close and you have your, your history, it's hard to be honest and upfront with them, especially when they're that bad. So that was one thing I noticed. And, and who knows? Maybe Bam is pulling a Joaquin Phoenix on us. He's fooling us all. It is Bam after all, right? If you think about it, he's totally capable of doing this. I think he simulated some arrest or something with some cop and the cop was laughing. Of all people, he could be the one to do that. Maybe in the end, he'll just laugh all the way to the bank. It, well, that is if he can keep the cash that he freely, openly displays in his bed and airports. and. But I highly doubt it. I mean, this isn't a game. It's not a game, people. It isn't one big joke. Not to me. And I like to I, I like to assume that he truly is messed up and needs help. Not the encouragement to act out, you know, this way. I mean, yes, we get it. It's bam. But this is this is next level. Next level stuff. 
But because it's Bam, and in line with Bam's style and personality and all the stuff he's done over the years, you just never know. It's rock and hard place. Rock and hard place. But either way, I guess he's off to California to get his brain evaluated. I guess that's going to happen today. So that's a damn good start. And he'll claim, he claims that he'll be off social media for a bit. Well, we'll see how long that lasts. And, and you can see a pattern. You know when he's going in a dark place because you'll see, as I've mentioned in the past, there'll be a lot of videos, a lot of written out notes. Yeah. But bam, I got your back, brother. I know you've got this. Take care of you. So you can take care of yours. Your family needs you more than ever. Now's the time to shine. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying this out into the universe. So it, I hope it sticks. I hope for the best for you and your family. I truly, truly mean that. Man, that was painful to watch over the weekend. So painful. Let me know your guys' thoughts too. No Mongo Podcast at gmail.com. I think that's all I got. It's been a tough, tough week. It's been a tough month of August in general in the United States. Those of you outside the States, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Ah, Okay. All I got to say, I love you guys. Appreciate you listening. Follow along. Leave me a review. I'll see you next week.